Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP, Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcasts, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Farkas, then bringing up the rear we have Doug the Slug, Doug Jordan. In the freaking flesh, jeez Louise down on my knees, back from the freaking dead, dead Doug Jordan. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our week of freaking review. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke. And I find myself stuck in the great spirals of time whirling down an endless tunnel it's the Fibonacci sequence weakers and tweakers and it has come to life in a great spiral I know not which way is up or down and I know no beginning and I see no end time has become a flat circle wigglers and tweakers and I move about it haphazardly effortlessly as I stumble and fumble through the great spiral that is the Fibonacci sequence. We are all part of this sequence. And I also think that that golden ratio that I spoke of so dearly, nearly and dearly to my heart is something to do with Staz and urine. Doug Jordan might've been onto something because geez Louise down on my knees, I have been trying to figure it out. And I noticed thinking about this golden ratio, this great number that represents something I know not what it was. This golden ratio is very similar in color to the ratio that comes out of my Dangly Johnson when I am expelling the freaking water from my freaking bowels. So, geez Louise down on my knees, at least we have that tidbit of information to go on. So, without freaking further ado, I don't want to get freaking weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and Doug Jordan bogged down, so... Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Yeah. Oh, and before Doug Jordan goes along, I would like to address, yes, I am sick as the Dickens. Yes, I got freaking COVID. How'd you get COVID? I came in direct contact with... those who have COVID, Doug Jordan, the only way, any, only way anyone can gets COVID. I mean, what direct contact? I mean, you've been coming over here and I've been kept telling you, you got to go away. So is there any other, other contact you, you've had? Well, if you must know, Sandy Fargus, Doug Jordan. I mean, obviously, you know, the freaking the freaking restaurant. I mean, that place has got to be a freaking cesspool. Um, I mean, those some of them, I mean, some of these guys are freaking swimming in, in, in freaking COVID. So I guess, you know, could maybe we could just freaking chalk it up to that. I mean, nobody has called out of the restaurant that I know of, you know, aside from me. I had repeated. And you know. 
repeated contact consistently for hours on end with multiple people with COVID. Is that something going on at the freaking freaking halfway house? Is that for weakers and tweakers who may not know? Doug Jordan would not let me come visit Sandy Vargas, who was on death's doorway in the middle of a deep respiration and hibernation and basically almost asphyxiation. And he also wouldn't let me come visit himself, who was also in the throes of a diarrhea outbreak and COVID, kind of having sex with each other at the same time. Jeez Louise, down at my knees, that was an unacceptable solution to me. So I did what any red-blooded man would do, and I crawled high upon that trellis that Doug Jordan's vines crawl across. And by the way, those vines are thorns, Doug Jordan. You should have those checked out because, geez, Louise, down on my knees, I got a few of those stuck in my freaking behind. Now I climbed that trellis to the second floor, snuck into Doug Jr.'s room, It was unlocked, luckily, from the outside of the door, so I was able to get through to the rest of the house, sit with Sandy for four hours on end while he slept, and then go up, sneak up, sit next to Doug for four hours on end. But both times I forgot my mask. Wait. So you were watching, you came and watched us sleep? Multiple times for um, four hours a night each a night. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be honest. I wasn't. I wasn't freaking asleep. I was. I just didn't want to freaking engage. He's blaming himself. Yeah, but at that point, I freaking. I was. I'm, I've been pretty freaking certain that I've been freaking. Um, I haven't been freaking been able to freaking. I've been freaking symptom freaking free basically. I don't think I've been infecting freaking anyone. So it must have been freaking when you were sitting with freaking Doug. And I do appreciate you freaking getting uh, going up there and freaking sitting with him for a little while. I had to make sure the poor man was okay, and apparently it did wonders because look at him now. He's here. He's back in business, and he seems relatively fine. Would you like to tell us about your week, Doug Jordan? Uh, yeah, I, I can tell you about my week. It, I'm a little kind of freaked out that you were staring at me while I slept for four hours, multiple nights in a row. Yeah. Is that it? That's the only thing that you have that's worth freaking mentioning? Should we freaking move on? Or? I mean, I can talk about what I did during my quarantine, but, you know, I just, you know, I'm up in the attic, so I worked on the attic a little bit. Uh, I tried to read a book of mice and men. Yeah, I couldn't get I couldn't get into it. Something about the characters just didn't didn't resonate with me, so I I stopped reading it. I like the movie a little bit better. It makes a little more sense to me than the book. Did you have a problem with the mice, or did you have a problem with the men? Uh, a little bit of both, I think. You probably wish that the men were having sex with the mice. No, I don't think that I don't. I don't want to have. I don't think that it would even work. To be honest, I understand why the freaking book didn't resonate. You, you know, there was all these freaking farmers, and then none of them are freaking doing the thing that I would freaking do if I were on that freaking farm. So you are you saying you would have I'm, sex with the animals? No, I'm freaking. I'm freaking speaking from your freaking point of view. Yeah, yeah. Freaking wild, walking a mile in your freaking shoes, and it is a long, smelly mile, Doug Jordan. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's not my point of view. I just want to make that clear to anybody that's listening, and, and to you guys, though, you'll continue to say that I have You're like, with farm mean, animals. What, what are all these freaking farmers complaining about? I mean, Jesus, I would be I would be in freaking heaven if I were freaking you in that, on that freaking farm with all those freaking little mice on my freaking disposal. I was thinking, geez, Louise, down on my knees, that, of course, they should maybe mesh the two movies freaking of Mice and Men and freaking Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Doug Jordan, the farmer, would shrink himself down so that he can make love to, of course, the, all the mice in the movie. And then it would, and we'd call it Mice and Men. Honey, I Shrunk the Mice and Men. Honey, I Shrunk Myself so I could have sex with the mice. But that uh, that doesn't make sense. In the movie, did you see how freaking small they and honey I shrunk the kids? You see how small they freaking were? Yeah, an ant was way bigger than them. You just tweak the ray gun a little bit and I'm sure you could be a different size. Weakers and tweakers, by the way, I just need to make mention of it. Freaking Tadia Risher has arrived, gone he was. I did not make mention of him at the beginning of the freaking hour. But now he is here, and thank God for that. Teddy Richard, how you doing? How you been? How horny are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, fine, and I, uh, I'm i fine, and I'm horny, and I'm fine. Thank you. And my week was frustrating. I've been, my father, who works as a freaking accountant, a private accountant, has been taking me to work. Uh, all freaking week and I've had to sit there and I've had to listen to him lecture and listen to him freaking count other people's books I'm just frustrated and I'm upset and I'm fine and I'm and thank you for the blessing and God bless you for that yeah is there any reason he's been taking you to work can he get you a job there or something I, I don't know Doug I don't listen to my father I don't know I don't care what he has to say he just keeps saying that I can't keep playing with myself on friggin line for money and so I need to earn a hard day's work and if I'm not going to go to school and I'm not going to friggin go get a normal job then I have to go to his work with him and learn the ropes and take over the family business someday and it's stupid and I hate it and I'm did I mention I was yeah I yeah. got COVID, so geez Louise down on my knees. It's Oh my god. It is a tough day for us all. But hopefully there is a bright spot coming. Sandy the Sand Man freaking Farkas has always been that bright spot of come before. Sandy, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Jeez Louise. Um some lot of freaking questions. Uh first things freaking first. Um freaking um freaking so freaking digging so i'm being freaking honest with you i'm also a little bit freaking drunk um i don't know uh i my my name is freaking uh freaking sandy sam uh sandy the freaking sandy man freaking Vargas. um i'm from great satellite um i'm operating over here in freaking doug jordan garage and um and thank you for the freaking blessing i suppose and god bless you and how was your week i geez, i was about to freaking go right into it but you freaking interrupted me um Jeez Louise, uh, as far as my freaking week is concerned, um, if you were looking for, uh, to me for a freaking bright spot, um, look no freaking further because it is not freaking here. Um, I am freaking swimming in a freaking cesspool of freaking darkness. Um, uh, I'm afraid that I have freaking what I've freaking contracted is actually freaking long freaking COVID. Um, and, uh, and, and I, and I feel like I'm freaking in it for the freaking long haul. Um, and uh yeah and and and, and things have things have freaking taken quite the freaking turn um 
my freaking um, homemade freaking respirator um, is freaking destroyed. Um, it it didn't work so well as a freaking respirator, and it worked even less as a well something to have sex with. Um, so that is busted to freaking pieces. Um, and um, yeah, I'm just I'm. I'm I guess I'm just waiting for um, a little spot of freaking sunshine, my freaking self. Um, and I'm and this freaking COVID thing, I'm gonna have to freaking beat this soon because I have a freaking gig coming up uh, in the beginning of freaking June uh, when I'm freaking I'm freaking DJing the freaking eighth grade freaking senior freaking breakfast, um, um, which as everybody freaking knows, we your student tweeters and freaking mayo tarts is a huge freaking component to the freaking master plan to freaking stop freaking Evan freaking Dawson once and freaking for all. Yeah. Wait a minute. How is that? I didn't know that part. What are you, I've been saying that since the freaking very beginning. I feel like, yeah, that's oh a freaking, it's a freaking, it's a freaking crucial freaking step in the freaking master plan. I had no idea this is finally happening, Uyghurs and Tweakers. The bright spot that Doug Jordan has spoke about so often, and myself and Sandy Vargas and Taddy Arisser, Jesus Louise down on my knees. It is here. Yeah, but if I can't, if I, I mean, I gotta, first I gotta freaking beat this freaking thing, or there is no freaking, or, or, and this is what I've been freaking also been saying since the freaking beginning. I guess it turned out no one was freaking listening to me this whole freaking time. Um, if, if the freaking master plan does not go off the way I freaking intended to, I will freaking be dead. And a freaking premonition it was, for here I am freaking lying essentially in a freaking deathbed. Um, and basically I'm freaking basking in my own freaking waste and freaking filth. Um, and, and, and Jesus, Louise, the freaking moment is upon us, and I don't know if I can freaking act as quickly as I freaking need to. For Uyghurs and Tweakers that don't have a visual on this, as this is a radio show and also uh, Apple Podcasts So, Sandy the Sandman Vargas is actually laying down in a bed in Doug Jordan's garage with pillows stacked high and his head at a what looks like an uncomfortable angle for his neck. Speaking into a handheld microphone, doing the show that way. Yeah, it's a freaking nightmare, and it's not. It's not. It is a freaking nightmare. Um, it is a freaking nightmare to to be in this freaking dwelling. Uh, it is a nightmare to freaking do this freaking uh, radio show right now, and it is a freaking nightmare to freaking to be in the middle of a freaking radio war when you're freaking dying of freaking long COVID. Um, so hopefully all that will change soon, and um. And we'll be back on top in no time, because the other freaking option is, um, well, geez, only freaking death. Yeah, going to that cold, dark night, Doug Jordan, letting that closet door swing shut behind you, pants around your ankles, rope around your neck. I do not feel good. So, should we move on to our week's guide? Doug, are you freaking satisfied with the freaking intro, or do you have something else you'd like to freaking babble about? I'm not the judge of the intro. I don't know why you're asking me about it. Are you having troubles? Are you in a haze? Do you find your eyes latching on two strangers' gaze? And what do you think of when you sit and stare? Do you dwell on the absence of those who are not there? It has been so long since you started to slip that you know any day you will lose your grip. And with no one to catch you, you'll endlessly fall until you are reduced to nothing at all. You were shopping for canned goods just the other day. When the bean dip fell, you let it roll away. So aimlessly you wandered with your head held low until an employee said it was time to go. You strolled past the graves in the pauper's lot and wondered who's buried in each nameless spot. 
So before the answer chills you right down to the bone, please heed the advice from our week's guide to being alone. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees, what this segment is, is a little advice on how to spend those days and nights, those lonesome, long, endless days and nights, hot, sweaty, steamy, sexy sometimes, even if you're all by yourself, and how you can make the best out of that situation so as not to feel so lonesome. And for many weakers and tweakers, this is uh, in direct response from a lot of email feedback that we got. Especially from Mayotards. Now, this segment is also brought to you in conjunction with Healthline.com. All of your Healthline needs are found at Healthline.com. We can't tell you to go visit the website, but there is a bountiful harvest of information available about loneliness and playing with yourself, all sorts of things. So, geez louise, down to my knees. Without further freaking ado, we will get into the roundtable panel dreamscape discussion. Number one, avoid comparing yourself to others. Avoid comparing your social life to anyone else. It's not the number of friends you have or the frequency of your social outings that matters. It's what works for you. So, Sandy the Sandman Vargas, describe how... Your social life in its current state would compare to those that you know or that you have come in contact with, please. Um, well, geez, Louise. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, um, some, I mean, some, basically, well, the way that I freaking say it, uh, is I tend to, um, um, see myself as somewhat of a freaking, um, um, a freaking social freaking butterfly. I have my freaking, um, a small freaking circle, um, of which I suppose, uh, Taylor, you are, um, a component, freaking yeah. Tadia as well. Um, and then I guess um, outside of that freaking small circle, I have, um, some freaking peripheral freaking, um, um, uh, 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 freaking friends. Um, I guess that would be freaking, uh, Spencer, um, who is a freaking neighborhood kid. He's, uh, Mike Jr.'s, um, freaking buddy. Um, I guess I, I had a whole freaking slew of friends who unfortunately have gone the way of the freaking dodo from time to time. Uh, I guess, um, I, I, at a time I, maybe I would have considered my freaking father as a friend of mine until he freaking stabbed me in the freaking back. Um, um, but comparing it to others, I mean, there are people who are completely freaking and just absolutely freaking alone. Um, with that have absolutely freaking zero freaking friends. And how does that make you feel? Um, and well, it makes me feel freaking. Well, if I'm being honest with you, it makes me feel freaking sorrow, uh, quite freaking sorrow, um, quite freaking sorrowful. And that is why you're not supposed to do that. So that was an example. As it says, avoid comparing yourself to others because it can lead to feelings of dread, Doug Jordan, and worthlessness, Tadia Risher. Yeah. And, 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 excuse me. Because when I think of someone, when I think about freaking alone, uh, certain freaking lone wolves uh, out there in the world, uh, and when what a, freaking, uh, a lonely, freaking dark um, uh, world of despair it is, um, and, and of course, I, it goes with no surprise that I'm, I'm alluding to freaking the Doug Jordans of the world who, who, who just sort of wander aimlessly and float um, and don't need the freaking presence of others. Um, it can be a freaking, it can be rough to, to put yourselves um, into walk a freaking mile in those freaking hooves. If you know what I freaking mean. What, yeah. what do you mean by the Doug Jordan? I have, I have lots of friends. I, I got friends that, you have employees. You know, that I work um, with. I got friends from old jobs. 
um, freaking coworkers who move you from freaking lost freaking touch with. I mean, th- I mean, yeah, the 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 the, the list of, of of people that you freaking think you're close to is is vast. Um, but well, I got me- my neighbor, Richard. Jeez Louise, Richard, is, do you really believe that Richard is your freaking friend? We talk over the fence every now and then. And sometimes we have a beer and we talk over the fence and, you know, talk about what we're doing to our yards. I consider I, him a friend. Jeez Louise, all right, um, boys, you, wouldn't, you, may, you don't want to freaking hear the things that freaking Richard freaking says about you and your own freaking around. Yeah, yeah. He's always wondering why there's... Why is there so much freaking feces in this freaking yard? Why? I mean, how many freaking dogs are living in this freaking house? And I go, there's only freaking two. And he goes, there shouldn't there shouldn't be nearly as much freaking feces in this freaking yard. And I go, tell me about it. I don't know. Doug is Doug. It can't freaking seem to get his his act together. And he said, and he says, well, why why isn't he freaking cleaning up some of this freaking feces? And I go, well, geez, well, I'm Richard, I'm being honest, he's freaking, he's been freaking drinking quite a bit. Um, I'm starting to freaking feel freaking fairly freaking nervous about him, and I'm freaking nervous for for my freaking self and for and some. Sometimes I mention to Richard that I think about freaking grabbing them, grabbing Mike Jr. and grabbing them uh, and, and getting your wife and just getting getting everybody freaking out of Dodge. If there's so much feces in my yard because you refuse to use the freaking bathroom, especially when you're freaking drunk, which is pretty much every day. Also, I want to pose this question. Who does Richard believe you to be, Sandy? Um, well, he, well, he believes that my name is freaking Sandy. Um, but I, I believe he believes that I am, I'm, I'm, that's a good freaking question. I don't know if I've ever freaking revealed, revealed who I've, I've introduced myself as freaking Sandy. Um, I, but I guess I said family friend. Um, I'm not sure he knows that I freaking live in the garage, but, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not freaking quite sure. Who knows? For all I know, he might think that I'm the little man that you freaking keep under your freaking bed. That's not I, that's not a thing, and that's also not common knowledge to my neighbors because that's something that you guys just talk about on the freaking radio show. Well, it does go out over the air, Doug Jordan. Now, I don't want to get bogged down with Doug Jordan's terrible decisions. We do have a whole list of things to get to here. Number two is take a step back from social media. Doug Jordan, next time you're alone, turn your phone off, stash it away for one hour. Use this time to reflect with yourself and explore what it feels like to truly be alone. Come up with exciting new ways to pass the time. Tug Jordan, can you describe what it feels like to truly be alone? Take this time to develop a dreamscape. No, I am. I mean, I don't really, I'm not on social media, so I can, you know, I can talk about that. You know, I, I'm alone in my thoughts a lot, you know, just think about, my life and the decisions I've made this far and the, the, the decisions I'm going to make, you know, what's going to happen when I'm freaking dead, what's going to happen to my freaking kid when I'm dead, what's going to happen to my freaking wife when I'm dead, how am I going to freaking die? I'm always afraid when I walk down the street that I'm going to maybe trip and fall and have a semi truck run over my head. So that's one of my biggest fears in life. It flatten you right like a pancake. Yeah, definitely. I have, I have freaking, I sometimes freaking wonder about that as well. Usually, what's gonna happen to freaking Doug? Uh, what's gonna happen to freaking Doug's son when he dies? What's gonna happen to freaking Doug's wife when he freaking dies? Um, and I want you to know, and this is you can freaking rest easy knowing that I have a freaking plan if that were to ever freaking happen. Yeah. Well, what's the plan? We fry that pancake um, right up and serve it yeah. for the serve it to your wife and kid. I guess I don't know. 
In all honesty, I thought out of all of us, you'd be the the first one to freaking die. Who the heck are you freaking talking to? The, to you. Um, but, um, I don't freaking see how that would be freaking possible. If I wasn't going to freaking yeah. die, I feel like I'd be freaking dead a long time ago. Well, I thought yeah. you, I already thought you would freaking die when you were in freaking Mexico. And then it just turned out your father faked your death and stole your freaking pinky. Mm, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. That was a rough time for everybody. Number three, carve out time to let your mind wander, Tadia. Find a comfortable place to sit or lie down. Close your eyes, darken the room, or stare out the window if you prefer. If that's too sedentary, try a repetitive task such as knitting, dribbling a basketball, dribbling your saliva down your chin, or washing dishes. Let your mind wander and see where it takes you. Sure. Can you do that for us now? I Well, I would do that right now, but I... I often do carve out time for myself and and time for my memory in which I do find a place to sit down and, and let my wa- mind wander. And I also happen to do a repetitive freaking task, which is play with myself yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah bless so, you for that. Now, I, it's interesting. It took it took to freaking step three before we finally got to freaking playing with yourself. I mean, freaking with a freaking our week's guide to being alone. You'd think it'd be a one step freaking process. Freaking step one, freaking play with yourself. Freaking step two, freaking reintegrate to freaking society. Yeah, yeah. And geez, Louise, down at my knees. All of these kind of have it embedded in there somewhere. We just wanted a great reveal, a great show of the great act of playing with yourself and. I think Tadia illustrated it very nicely. Now, I have to tell you that I remember a moment very vaguely, but I know I was doing just that thing one day. I might have been a child or an adolescent, or maybe this was not very long ago, but I let my mind wander and explore with no direction, wherever it wanted to go, I let it follow. And I can distinctly remember getting to a place where I had no idea where my mind had went. And God damn it, I didn't leave any sort of marker or anything to lead me on my way back. And I don't think I ever got back from that, if you know what I mean. Like, I got stuck out there. So this is, you got to be careful. For weakers and tweakers, heed this advice. Be careful with this mind-wandering business. Because if you do not take some sort of divining rod or leave a trail of breadcrumbs, bring a compass, maybe make mess along the trail so that you can sniff your way back, I think that it is more common than people might think that you just get lost out there in that great mind of yours. And you may never find your way back. That just came to me yeah. like a flash. So that's some actually freaking good advice. We're gonna do it. If you're if you're going down a freaking path, go ahead and just freaking make mess down that freaking path so you can freaking sniff your way back. Yeah, a lot of animals do that. Trust me. Trust me. I've seen them. So is that why you shit in my backyard so much? No, I do that because I don't want to freaking go and use the bathroom um, in the freaking house. 
Yeah. I don't know why. You got you got a bathroom right there. Well, sometimes I freaking do it. Some I mean, sometimes I freaking do it. Sometimes I would rather just pop pop the freaking door open to the backyard from the garage and freaking stick my freaking rear end out the freaking door and freaking and go right there and close the door and I'm guess what? I'm already in freaking bed. It's um it's really I don't know why you don't freaking clean it up every once in a while. Yeah, it also expresses his anal glands because when he's out there on the lawn and does it, then he scoots on that grass, and that helps him. We should probably all be doing that to yeah. express your anal glands a little bit. I just want to get back to a question that you just asked me, which was you don't know why I don't clean that up every once in a while. Is that a serious question, or are you just being an ass? What are you talking um, well, about? Well, here's a freaking... Well, all right. I'm... Um, First of all, I'm not being a freaking ass, and if I'm being honest with you, you kind of sound like um, you're freaking being one. Um, my freaking, my freaking, my freaking here, 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 here. My freaking question would, um, because some, because you, because I'm not, because it ends up being that you don't freaking clean up after the freaking dogs anymore, and I'm, and 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 I'm, and I'm just wondering, you know, is it because you're afraid that maybe you'll end up freaking cleaning up my freaking? And if it's all freaking feces, what's the freaking difference? It's a good point, Doug Jordan. Circle gets well, the square. Anyway. I just feel taken advantage of. I mean, you're well, sometimes my garage rent free for several years now. That's not. I mean, I pay. I freaking pay my. I pay my freaking dues and in, in in ways in plenty of freaking ways. Um. I. But but what's interesting is that when whenever I freaking finally freaking sag up and decide to freaking okay, I'll freaking pick up some of the freaking feces in the yard. I'm never wondering which freaking piles of feces are freaking yours. I'm just freaking cleaning up freaking feces. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not going to the bathroom. Number in the four: Take yourself on a date. Not sure what to do? Imagine you're trying to impress an actual date. Show them a good time. Where would you take them? What would you want them to see or experience? Sandy Vargas, please. All right. Well, this one is about freaking playing with yourself. Um, because take yourself on a date. Okay. What would I want to have happen on a date? Well, these weeks I'd like to freaking hopefully have freaking sex with somebody. Um, so if I'm taking myself on a freaking date, um, you better bet I'm gonna freaking um, I'm gonna freaking wine me, freaking dine me, and hopefully freaking sixty nine me if you know what I'm freaking saying. Um, so I would take myself to the garage. I would light a freaking candle. I would split a bottle of brown with my freaking self. Um, I would freaking play with myself. Um, whether it be freaking two completion or not, like a regular freaking day would go. And um, man, Jesus, we freaking go to bed. See, that's where I differ here because Jesus, Louise, down on my knees. I like to get to know someone first, right? If I'm going on a date, listen, I know in the back of my mind I can go home and play with myself. I can play with myself all night freaking long. I'm gonna trust me. I'm gonna get whatever I need to completion. No matter how the date goes, might might as well not even go on the date if you know what I mean. Because I'm I could just stay home and do that. But if we are gonna go on a date, I want to get to know who I'm dating here, who I'm talking to, and I think that the great way to do that is to go bowling. And I know Teddy Rizzard has spoke many times about bowling on the show, how much he loves it, what great exercise it is, and it's great for conversation. Teddy Rizzard, please. Yeah, it is. It's it's great for for getting in a little exercise you have a couple of great beers and tasty pizza there and it's also it's great exercise for your freaking forearms which everybody knows comes into play when you're when you're playing with yourself yeah and also it's kind of sexual because you're sticking your finger into the holes of the ball oh yeah oh yeah that's a good point point. Yeah. and those pins we all know what those pins look like doug 
Yeah, they they look like bowling pins. Freaking, freaking ten, freaking rock hard, freaking Rodney sitting there at the end of that freaking at the lane, which by the way also looks a little bit like a freaking shaft, if you know what I freaking mean. Meanwhile, you're freaking fingering those freaking bowling balls and freaking, and everybody's freaking getting all sorted, and then it's yeah, and then it's freaking go time. And you throw a freaking strike down the middle, Doug Jordan, and it, those bowling pins just explode forth. I, I dug a freaking buddy of mine freaking bowling back at Mag Mag and freaking high school. Um, Jacob freaking Rifkin was his name, and he um he wouldn't you believe we were playing freaking strip bowling, and he got he got one of the freaking balls stuck on his freaking he had the freaking tiniest little freaking pecker anybody would ever freaking seen, and he and he and we were playing with freaking strip freaking bowling with a couple of the freaking girls in our freaking class, and he freaking he got a freaking rock hard freaking Rodney, although it wasn't freaking very freaking um substantial, and he got freaking stuck in the, one of the freaking bowling balls. Was it in the thumb hole or? It was in the freaking very much. So it was in the freaking thumb hole, the biggest freaking hole that they they had freaking available. And Jesus, we 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 almost had to freaking call the freaking fire department. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, Jesus, Louise. Number five, get physical. Exercise helps release endorphins, those neurotransmitters in your brain that can make you feel happier. Sad, Doug Jordan. Yeah, what I mean, was that? Wait, hold on. What the hell was that? That was me deciding who to talk to. Doug Jordan? I was just going to say, sad, Doug Jordan? Because I, I... I feel like you went all the way around. I feel like you were doing the sad, that Doug Jordan, and then I was the last pick on this one. Well, I got to you, didn't I? Yeah, is there anything you want to say, or do you want to keep freaking sucking the listeners or freaking dropping... Doug, you should be very good at this because you just spent all that time alone in your attic. Tell me how you got physical up there. Yeah, I didn't really. I kind of just laid down. Didn't even play with yourself, or no? I'm I'm not going to talk about that on the radio. It's just a simple yes or no question, Doug. Did you play with yourself? No, I just I'm not going to talk about it on the radio. I know you're going to say that I did, and, or maybe I freaking played with a little man under the bed, which doesn't make sense because I didn't bring a little man upstairs with me if they had one. Right. Yeah, so I'm not going to answer that on the radio. Well, what can you do to get physical, Doug Jordan? I can't I move know, on until we know. Walk in place, run in, run in place. Why would you play run with yourself? Is that what you want me to say? Yeah, well, I did want you to you play, 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 play with yourself. Play with yourself. Fold and fold your freaking pillow um, into a sort of fold your pillow over and sort of get a nice, find a freaking sweet spot and make freaking love to it. To put under your back or wait, oh, 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 I missed the make love to yeah. it. Originally. Yeah. Number six, Doug Jordan, spend time with nature. Teddy Risher, how would you spend time with nature? If, you know, research trusted sources show that 30 minutes or more a week spent in nature can improve symptoms of depression and lower blood pressure. Uh, well, you know, I would probably just go for a walk. Uh, there's plenty of nice walking trails, uh, secluded forest areas around in uh, in the Rochester area that that are really nice to just kind of go out and, and take some time for yourself, get out there into nature. And um, I got to tell you, nothing nothing feels better out in nature than well, freaking playing with yourself. Right. Yeah, nice and nice and quiet and serene and fresh air. It's some nice new perspective on playing with yourself. So, I would play with yourself. Yeah, 
Perfect. Lean into the perks of being alone. Take advantage of things that you can only do by yourself. Take up all the space. Spend the day taking up the entire kitchen to cook a tasty meal you can munch on for the next week. Try to get back into an old hobby as well. This is another way you can lean into those perks of being alone. Sandy Farkas. Well, this one is freaking easy. Um, yeah, this makes me think of freaking playing with myself. Um, especially the freaking trying to get back into an old hobby. Um, when I think about the freaking hobby that I've had for the longest amount of freaking time in my freaking life, Jesus Louise doesn't get much bigger than freaking playing with myself. Um, I've been playing with myself since I was about freaking eight years old. Um, and I haven't freaking stopped freaking since. So, perks of lean into the perks of being alone, biggest freaking perk of being alone, getting, having a moment to freaking play with yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And the last one, number eight, is volunteer. Researchers say volunteering is a great way to feel better about yourself on a day to day's basis and to make sure. Make sure that you, their needs, those that you are volunteering for, are a good fit and that you are willing to do the work. So, so this freaking segment is over, right? Well, let me just say this one thing. I just want to illustrate this quickly. If I was hungry, then I would volunteer at a soup kitchen that day because I know they got plenty of food, especially soup. If I was Unclothed, I would volunteer at some sort of donation center, some sort of clothing donation center where they sort clothes, because then I would end up with clothes, Doug Jordan. If I needed a good laugh, I'd volunteer with the blind. You get where I'm going with this. You just volunteer where you are needed and where you need them. It's got to be mutually beneficial. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers We got a great freaking show for you Full of freaking our week's news and discussions If you want to call and join the conversation Call 513-914-6201 Tell us what you're doing right Tell us what you're doing wrong You might get put on blast But you also might get a prize or two Without further freaking ado Our week's news and discussions Starts freaking now Last week a haunted house performer was shot After a frightened patron opened fire According to Fox News During a haunted house performance At the Hollywood Wax Museum Haunted House in Myrtle Beach A customer shot one of the workers. Keel Latrell Brown was arrested after witnesses identified him as the shooter. Myrtle Beach police reported that the group Brown was with became scared when the victim approached them during the performance. Quote, one person in the group fell to the ground and during the scramble, a gun slid back and struck Brown in the foot, the report said. Brown allegedly picked up the firearm and fired two rounds at the performer, striking him once in the shoulder. Brown later told police that he thought the gun was part of the show. Brown was arrested hours after the incident occurred and awaits charges while in custody. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. What we have here is a case of mistaken identity. On Halloween, no doubt. What's... Wait a minute. Haunted House, Hollywood Wax Museum, Myrtle Beats, Keel Latrell Brown. Yeah, I think you... I think... I don't think it said anything about this happening on freaking Halloween. Then why was there a freaking haunted house? When people like to get scared year-round. Enjoy a show. And what would scare them more, Doug Jordan, if there aren't ghosts and ghouls out on Devil's Night than with a real scare? The scare of 
actual violence. So I guess the freaking question here, Doug, um, is do you believe that the person who freaking met this freaking fake got what they freaking paid for? No, they, I don't think so. I mean, they, they were just working, doing their job. Their job is to scare people. Are you talking about the guy with the that shot him? Or the guy that got shot? Um... I don't understand why we're doing this freaking story. If this happened on freaking Halloween. You know, that's a good point. I'll bring it back for Halloween this year in October. Never mind. Forget about this weekers and tweakers. It was a mistake. Last week, food, we'll get back to it. food influencers made headlines after BuzzFeed's, after BuzzFeed News ran a story about, quote, the potential dangers of himbo food influencers, according to BuzzFeed News. In the article, reporter Kelsey Weekman discussed some of the questionable safety practices of food creators on Bon Appetit's test kitchen YouTube videos. The expose focuses primarily on Bon Appetit's It's Alive host, Brad Leon. According to the report, Leon's cooking show focuses primarily on working with raw meat and fermentation, and the channel has removed past videos, including one about canning seafood due to botulism concerns. Leon has come under fire most recently for a video entitled Brad Makes Pastrami due to concerns over experimenting with curing meat, quote, naturally. Quote, this ain't it, bro. Once again, you're preaching unsafe methods, wrote California-based chef Jed Bantone on Leon's Instagram video. He continued, he has built this brand of off-the-cuff himbo. That's great for a lot of things, but fermentating and curing are things that need precision and control. Anybody want to jump in? Um, well, I think I'll go, go, ahead. go ahead. I know this is no. sort of your freaking top field. Um, I just wanted to briefly speak on the freaking uh, behalf of freaking botulism. Um, sometimes people, I used to work at a freaking grocery store, and they used to say, throw away this freaking soup. There's no way that this isn't botulized. And I would go, well, no, throw it away. I'll give it to me. I'll take it. Because um, there's one thing, I, I'm, and a lot of freaking weakers and weakers know this, that I, I freaking absolutely, freaking absolutely love freaking soup. Um, but, um, the, but part of the it's thing true, is... It's true, he, he loves soup. I do, but it's freaking messy. It's definitely freaking, it's very freaking messy if you freaking drink as much as I freaking do. And I'm not talking about freaking drinking soup. I'm talking about freaking drinking brown. Um, but if you're freaking, if you got the freaking shakes like I do every once in a while, um, you can wind up with a whole bunch of freaking soup all over yourself. Um, so if you get a freaking can of soup that's freaking gotten some freaking botulism to it, you can just freaking grab that and take a bite out of it um, and eat it like a freaking solid. And, um, and I did that for better half of um, a freaking year, and um, I became very freaking sick. It became very freaking ill, but yeah. it was freaking convenient. Yeah, botulism can be very dangerous. Doug Jordan knows all about well about food safety practices. Doug Jordan, your expertise. Yeah, you, know, you just get you know, sometimes uh, you can't you can't uh, do things a bad way. You got to do it the right way. Or don't do it at all. So if somebody's teaching you to do it the, the wrong way, then you shouldn't. Then that person shouldn't be a teacher. Wow, freaking riveting advice. 
I'm I, 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 I've never, I don't know what to say. Doug Jordan, I almost had this be a sports desk, but I decided against it. And thank God, Doug Jordan, for my intuition and perhaps my superstition and my suspicion that you would do a horrible job, which you have proven just now. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of all in the copy. It's dangerous and botulism concerns, and that's why they took the video down. Is it true that botulism makes you flip inside out? I heard that. Organs will be on yeah. the outside. Yeah. My freaking, I tell you, my freaking sphincter was certainly on the freaking outside um, by the time after I, I freaking ate about freaking five cans worth of freaking botulism. Pigtailed right out the back, Dick Jordan. Yeah, they had to freaking push it back in. Yeah. Last week, the Detroit Red Wings fired famed Zamboni driver after he was caught urinating in a drain at Little Caesars Arena, according to CBS Sports. Al Sabatka, who has been driving Zamboni for the Red Wings for over 30 years, was fired after another male employee caught him urinating in a drain that collects the Zamboni's ice runoff. The 68-year-old claimed he was discriminated against because of his age and disability. According to Sabatka, he suffers from benign prostate hypertrophy, which causes free, frequent urination. During Sabatka's 30-year career, he became known for swirling an octopus around during the team's playoff games. His octopi handling led the Red Wings to name their mascot Al the Octopus in his honor. Sabatka is seeking compensatory damages in a lawsuit against the organization. Sandy Fargus, Tadia Risser, please. Somebody help me. Doug Jordan, sit this one out. Well, this is absolutely the funniest freaking story I've ever heard. An old man who freaking can't control his urine peeing into the friggin' ice where they where they play hockey. That's absolutely the funniest friggin' thing I've ever heard. It's even funnier that he throws a friggin' octopus onto the ice every night. Um, and I just feel bad for the guy because honestly, it's not like he was defecating all over the ice. And I know Doug Jordan, it, it's too bad you've been asked to sit this one out because I'm sure you have something to say about that. But the fact that they they fire this old man to what essentially amounts to hilarious freaking prank is is absolutely absurd i'm gonna miss him so much and rest in peace yeah that's a good point yeah um i was a freaking huge fan of freaking shabatka um and his and most importantly his freaking ale the freaking octopus character um and i am gonna miss him a lot um freaking rest in peace um uh, you could have done freaking great things and we're all going to freaking miss you a whole big freaking bunch. See, I wish they made a new, they just kept him on and they just made a new mascot called Al the Pisser. And they, he's just this, he's just basically essentially like a Muppet who just has a little freaking Dangly Johnson and he pees all over the freaking audience in the freaking stands and everybody and it, you know maybe it's some sort of liquid that people like other than you or freaking wet wet t-shirt contest let's see what else freaking hell the pizzer can on um 
Yeah, that would be a freaking good idea. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Horrifying as well. Last week, a man died after setting himself on fire in front of the Supreme Court, according to CBS News. Wynn Bruce, a 50-year-old man from Boulder, Colorado, died of injuries sustained due to burn trauma after being airlifted to a local hospital. Reports offered no explanation. I repeat, no explanation as to why Bruce set himself ablaze in the plaza outside the Supreme Court. Quote, the area remains closed for further investigation, but this is not a public safety issue. There is no explanation, the court said. How could this have been avoided? That's my question. That's not in the copy. How could we have avoided this terrible tragedy of Win Bruce? And let me tell you, this guy did not win. The only thing that poor old Bruce won was a fiery grave, Doug Jordan. You're unsuspended. Speak. Uh, uh, yeah, my feelings were a little hurt with the suspension from a story. It, I, I, I wasn't really paying attention. When Bruce set himself ablaze. Yeah, I was paying attention. I was just, I was just being dramatic. How could this have been avoided? Maybe he shouldn't have lit himself on fire. Yeah. He's, he's, he's dead though. Not very, very, not very, very insensitive um, about the freaking matter. I mean, the man is. The man is reading, it says right there in their copy, he's currently sitting in the freaking hospital, burned to the freaking crisp. I mean, it says in right freaking there. Okay, Copy I have this an idea. Avoided, geez, Louise, you had your freaking chance, and it's reading over. No, let me, let me just speak. All right, go ahead. Maybe Al the Pisser could have came and pissed on him and put him out. That's an excellent freaking answer. Yeah. That old pisser would have done good in this situation. That's a good point. Now, was there an explanation as to why he did this? Without further investigation, at this point, there is no explanation. And this is one of the things that where they said, well, let's not even freaking investigate this. They said, let's just see if he freaking makes it, and then maybe we'll freaking investigate it later. But for right now, let's just put a freaking hold on the freaking investigation because we don't even know if we want to freaking know why this guy freaking did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or maybe, the, maybe they do know, and they're just not saying it. Yeah. Maybe there's, it's some sort of conspiracy. Maybe he was actually a robot. That's a good point, Doug Jordan. I don't know why, but... Last week, peanut butter giant Reese's re-released Reese's peanut butter lover's cups and ultimate peanut butter lover's cups, according to Brand Eating. In anticipation of National Lover's Day, Reese's rolled out their fan-favorite Reese's peanut butter lover's cup and Reese's ultimate peanut butter lover's cups for a limited time. Reese's peanut butter lover's cups add an additional layer of peanut butter cream on top of half of the frustum to contrast with the milk chocolate bottom. Inside the cup, Reese's signature peanut butter remains. Reese's ultimate peanut butter lover's cup is entirely covered with peanut butter cream, offering no milk chocolate. Inside the cup again, Reese's signature peanut butter remains. Both sweet peanut butter treat frustums can be found nationwide for a suggested retail price of $1.49 for 1.4 ounce packs. Doug Jordan. Yeah. Take it to the sports desk. Okay. Yeah, this is Doug Jordan's. This is the sports desk with Doug. Doug Jordan good, here. Good intro. Thank you. Um, National Lovers Day is coming up. I kind of just thought that would be Valentine's Day, but apparently it's a different holiday. And they released two new peanut butter cups. Well, they're old peanut butter cups that they re released. 
They're just, you know, I've had them. Um, I've had the regular peanut butter, the Reese's Peanut Butter Lover's Cup. I haven't had the ultimate peanut butter lover's cup. But the regular peanut butter lover's cup. On the Frustum, which I'd never heard of before until this copy came out, so the story was read. So I think that's that means the cup. It's the shape Is of the cup, right? yeah. Okay, so the bottom of the Frustum on the Reese's Peanut Butter Lover's Cup is chocolate. But the top of it is peanut butter cream. And in the middle is the peanut butter filling. What about the top of it? it? The top of it is peanut butter cream. Wait, I'm confused. um, So what is a freaking Frustum made out of? The Frustum is made out of chocolate, and then the top is like a peanut butter cream. Well, see now here's my here's now that's very freaking interesting um, because it, right it says because um, added a layer of additional layer of peanut butter and cream on the top half of the fr- so but then it says additional layer on the frustum so the con the milk so the milk chocolate bottom so what is uh, I'm sorry maybe I'm freaking confused what is what is the frustum made out of the frust the bottom half is milk chocolate and then the top is the peanut butter cream. So what about what about the other one then? So that's so the, that's all peanut butter cream. So the frostum. Wait, the the top of the frostum is peanut butter. The bottom of the frostum is peanut butter cream. Yeah. So what part of the frostum is chocolate in that one? That, there's no chocolate in that one. The frostum is all is all but, peanut butter. What the heck are you talking about? Wait, so. So if you're going to put the these two things them. together, if you put the Reese's Peanut Butter Lover's Cup and the Reese's Ultimate Peanut Lover's Cup together, you only have 25% chocolate on the one bottom. And it's mostly just peanut butter and peanut butter cream. Well, hold on. If that's only if you're counting the Frustums. There's the peanut butter inside that yeah, you're not counting. That's true. It takes up a big percentage of it. That's and, a lot of fun. You know, we gotta, well, we're going to freaking slow down for one second. Okay, so if we are talking... All right, so we're talking freaking Frustums. For those of us, who, those of you who are just joining us, we're talking freaking Frustums. Um, so in the freaking Reese's Ultimate Penis Butt Lover um, Cup... Um, Jeez Louise, what am I freaking saying? The, uh, this, for the frustum of the Reese's Penis Butter Butt Lover, the frustum, the frostum, frust, geez Louise, the freaking frustum frosting on the Reese's Penis Butter Butt Lover cup is, um, is chocolate. The Only the bottom part. Only the bottom of it. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. But it says right here the bottom chocolate. But, okay. Yep. Yeah, you got All right. I got it. Milk chocolate on the bottom. Yeah, it's got a chocolate bottom. Got it. I that was my. I think I was just freaking confused. The ultimate one is it, the whole frustum is is peanut butter with the peanut butter center. Wow. 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 Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our week in review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. What what just happened to you? Are you okay? It's COVID. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, you are not freaking looking well. You are looking especially freaking unwell. I feel especially unwell. Now the only thing that has happened that is a godsend of this great disease that I have now. Likely for life. I'll never get over it, Doug Jordan. At least that's what my friend freaking Larry Brown told me. He said, I don't see you getting better from this one, Taylor. 
when I told him that I couldn't come in is that Mr. Sarduzzi, who, who is coming to do the inspection of my freaking room in the freaking halfway house where I now live, he's not coming now because of COVID. I've been quarantined. But you know what? I got to tell you, Jordan, it also is bad because I just rent a room in a house and I'm quarantined to that room. There is no bathroom in that room, Doug Jordan. And though I have started taking your advice and stashing my urine, organizing and filing it, I didn't have no intention nor the proper storage facilities to do that with my own feesie. And I am running out of options here. You could do what Sandy does and just open up the freaking door. No, the door is locked from the outside. I can't open up the door. What about window? No windows. I got a, I got a room in the center of the building. Yeah. They know better to put, than put freaking Taylor in a freaking room with a window. Because he would have already gone to the bathroom out of it. Play with myself out of it, too, into the breeze. I gotta tell you, I think by the end of this night, it, I'm basically gonna be up to my neck in urine, piss, and sh. But yeah, keep doing what you're freaking doing, I guess. Yeah, I'm doing the best I can. This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester. Did you say you were visiting your godson? Never said anything like it.